Hello, hello. Welcome to episode 18 of Holidays. It is currently Saturday, jokes, no, it's not, it's Sunday, uh, 10.59 a.m. I just realized the last time that I spoke to you was like not last Friday, but the one before. So I have a lot to fill you in on today. I also am going to, um, like at the end of my week recap, I'm also going to go through like how I became an au pair and like sort of like my whole journey around that because I know that a lot of people are interested and au pairing is such a good thing. So I do want to tell everyone how I got into it and the process and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, there's a lot to get through, but thank you all for being here and let's enjoy. Not going to lie, I'm a little bit congested today. Um, I've been a bit congested all week and it's sort of going around everywhere, but I I was a bit off colour last week as well. But um, anyway, I'm not too bad, but I'm just a bit like sniffly and stuff. So if I don't sound ideal, that is why. So not last Friday, but the Friday before was so much fun. I met um, the Australian girl Maddie and this girl from, um, sorry, I just went blank, a girl from Estonia. And we had like um, drinks last Friday. It was quite nippy. Um, We went to this really cool aperitivo place and for like eight euro, you could get um, an Aperol Spritz and this really good, um, what do you call it? Like pizza board thing. It was so ideal. It was like insane and then these two girls from Finland joined us so there was like oh and then this American girl joined us so there was quite the quite the squad and that was really good um and then we it was really busy because of Milan Fashion Week so there was just like shit going on everywhere but we were all there and then we went to this place called B Cafe which is very it gave me it was very similar to Melbourne in that like it was sort of like an alleyway um it reminded me of like um section section eight in melbourne um and it was called yeah b cafe and we just like stood around and there was like beers and there was like it was just a really good vibe and it was so busy and filled with young people and it was quite close to duomo and a girl from the netherlands joined us uh two australian girls and i feel like i'm forgetting someone no sorry that was all of us and we had some yeah really good drinks and it was just like really good really good vibes and we were there for so long and then Italian boy met us actually out um and he met all the girls and they they seemed to really like him and we just had a really fun night together um we went to like the Duomo at like I don't know what time it was like 2 30 in the morning and it was all dark which was kind of underwhelming and then we went to like the Galleria and it was beautiful like no one was there and we we're just like hanging out and it was a really fun evening yeah, we, we didn't really feel like clubbing, so like just standing around drinking and hanging out and stuff was really good, and the girls are really lovely. Uh, they're all au pairs, and we all met through that Instagram group chat, so that's like taken off now. It's on like, like there's like 35 people in it, like it's a bit wild, but you know, good vibes only. And then Italian boy took my bicycle and like I jumped on the back of it, like I was sort of standing on the back because it was hurting my like bum when I was sitting on it, and he rode me to his house like it was like quite a long journey and I'm like standing on the back of it like how I didn't fall off and break something is beyond me but yeah we were like riding through it like three o'clock in the morning and it was such a fun night and I went back to his and like we pretty much just went to bed straight away because I was exhausted but um no it was a really really fun time um yeah I left his house in the morning the next day and then I just spent the, the day like just chilling with my host family which was good not gonna lie the weather was really shit last week and like rainy and just like it, Milan weather has taken a huge turn in the last sort of I don't know two weeks so it, it was bloody freezing um the host had last Saturday made the best risotto like it was like um 
saffron and like this like Italian sausage. Oh, <laughs> oh. no, seriously, it was insane. I was obsessed. But yeah, Saturday was very chill because when it's raining and stuff, you just feel like hanging out at home. So I hung out with the boy. Um, their family friends came over for dinner that evening and we um, had homemade pizzas. And you can imagine like Italians taking like homemade pizzas to another level. Like the dough was homemade. Um, there was like all these meats like to choose from to put onto it and like they were in and out of the oven and oh, it was so good. And I was like sitting there with like the wine and it was just like such a good vibe and we're all like sitting around the table chatting and yeah, it was just a really nice night. But it was just like such a wholesome night and yeah, just so, so adorable. Um, and then at like 10.30, I jumped on the bike and I met um, Italian boy in Porta Romana and we went to like this cocktail bar and it was good. I can't even remember what I had now. That's right. I asked for a porn star martini and it was, it was fine. It was good. And we just hung out there and then we went back to his and just chilled out. Yeah. Sorry. I feel like I'm not going into enough, enough depth, but like there wasn't actually much to it. Like it was just really good to catch up and hang out. And then the next day I left his at like lunchtime and I went back to the host fam and yeah, Sunday was very chill, just very relaxed. Um, I hadn't like been like slept much in those last couple of days. So I was a little bit tired, but it was really, really good. And yeah, just like a really chill weekend, but fun as well. Like I socialized a lot, but I also relaxed a lot. So it was a really good balance. Monday came around. It was just like the usual drop off and pick up for the boy. Um, I went shopping with this Australian girl, Maddie, who I met in Madrid. I've mentioned her before. And yeah, we went to like this really nice park because the weather picked up. It was really sunny and we went to this beautiful park. We just sort of stumbled across it and chilled out there and then we got an ice cream obviously I got the salted pistachio from this place because oh it is so good you don't understand how good it is and then we went shopping and I because I really needed some stuff for the colder weather so I I bought like a really like satisfying like black puffer jacket I also bought these so I also bought these like really nice like black sort of business pants and then maddie hey yeah i know so i'm just with the boy um and then maddie persuaded me to buy this like shiny bag like this glitter bag which is really quiche when i go out and then i also bought this like sort of corduroy sort of vibe blue turtleneck like it's hard to describe but it's like such a yeah how cool is that um the turtleneck is such a vibe like it's sort of this blue sort of number but anyway the whole outfit looked really good and i felt very happy with myself so I'm distracted. The boy just came in and was very intrigued by my journal that I've got because I stick in all my, everywhere that I go, every city, I put in um, like the coasters and the postcards from every city I go to and restaurant and stuff. So I was going through all that because it is quite random. Anyway, moving on. So yeah, I was really happy, happy with my shopping. That was all good. Picked the boy up. And then after dinner, I met up with Italian boy and we had, um, we went back to that B cafe for some drinks. We had, had some red wine and it was just really nice, but the weather was crazy like there was lightning and rain and it was a bit of a shit show but that was really good and then I went back to his um and stayed there and then I left like like 5 40 in the morning <laughs> to take the boy to school um so I like was on my bike and it was like dark and Jesus anyway that was that was all fine but yeah it was very funny and yeah that was the day I didn't sleep much I was very tired but took the boy to school and then I just like went back to bed for like a little bit because I was knackered. 
I met up with this girl, uh, Joanne, she's from the UK, for coffee that day, um, we went to this really nice, like, her and I, like, so broke at the moment, so we got, like, a coffee and this really good pizza for, like, five euro, and we're, like, perfect, lock it in, and it was really good, we just, like, hung out and chilled, um, I think she's going to be featuring next week or the week after, we're going to be talking about au pairing, and, yeah, she's really good value, and, yeah, that was, that was that, so really good to catch up with her, and then, yeah, the same gig, like, picked up the boy after school, and then that was my Tuesday, like, yeah, every night was, oh no, it was just the boy and I that night, because the um, parents were away uh, for work, so him and I, we had dinner together, and we watched, I tried to convince him to watch Shrek, um, (laughs) and yeah, it was just a really nice night, really easy, and yeah, that was good. Wednesday rolled around, and after drop-off, I went to the museum with these au pairs in Brera and get this right so to get into the museum it's like 15 euro which is like a tiny bit exy whatever but if you're an EU citizen it's two euro which is like such a big difference and they asked me are you an EU citizen I was like no like I'm I'm Australian but I said to him hey I do have my passport like my visa um a photo of it on me and then he accepted it so I got my ticket for two euro and all the girls had to pay 15 which I felt so bad for but yeah it was just it's a bit stupid like it's such a big difference but we there was a bunch of us I think there was like six of us seven of us and we all walked around the museum and it was very religious and I'm not religious so yeah I wasn't really I don't know it it was interesting though very like the pictures were beautiful and we got to see how they um like maintain the pictures and how they not rework them what's restore like um the restoration process and how they kind of get them back up to you know, polish them up and everything, and yeah, it was, it was a really good, good day with them, on the way home, I got like this pizza from this really cool, it's called Chow Pizza, and it's like behind to one, it's sort of like this, you just walk in, it's like takeaway, and you just buy a slice, and it was so, 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 so good, and then I went to tutoring, like I tutored um, these two boys, these two seven-year-old boys, which was really fun, I picked them up from school at three thirty, no, three thirty, yes, and then walked them home, and then my boy that I look after went to his grandmother's so it's like our Wednesday routine so I took the boys the other two boys back to one of their houses and we did an hour of English which was really good like I'd never like tutored two kids at once before so I was a bit like um and I was teaching them like we went over like numbers and everything and they were both so cute and I taught them um like I did this last week with one of them, like I have, so like I have a pen, I have a pencil, um, so I kind of came up with this game to merge everything together, like numbers, I have, colours, and the difference between pen, pencil, and texter. So one of the boys had like this big tub of pens and pencils and texters, and what I did is I would like pull one out, and the boys would have to, like the first one to say the colour of it would win it, and like they were getting so competitive, they were getting, like blue, blue, red, purple, red, it was so cute, and so the person that wins the texter or the pen or whatever takes it, and then they have to say, I have a red pen, or I have a blue pencil, or whatever whatever the situation is, and then the person that has the most at the end, like they both have to count, the, count how many they have in English, and then the person with the highest wins, anyway, it was so good, and like it, they really enjoyed it and got very competitive about it like it was quite intense and then I pulled out grey which they hadn't learned and they're like (gasps) and they're like panicking because they both wanted to win it um so yeah that was like really fun and then I tutored a four-year-old girl after that which was really cute like just very easy just like colors and stuff her colors are really good and she can count to 20 in English which like go off so yeah very happy with that and then I walked to the boy's grandparents house which is like really close to the house that I was tutoring in and I had dinner with the grandparents, which was so wholesome. Um, 
yeah, we can't really speak to each other through words, but we just sort of do actions and I was showing them photos of Australia and they were really interested in that. And yeah, we had a really good dinner. We had like pasta and some wine and I taught them like how to say again or like more. So like when they were pouring wine, they said, instead of saying, um, on Cora, they would say more. So like, yeah, it was really cute. And I took the boy home after that. And then that was Wednesday. Thursday rolled around and after drop off the dad and I um he asked if I wanted to get like sort of coffee and breakfast near his work which is like a different area that I hadn't been to and he works in a really cool area and that was really nice like we rode there and we went to this really cool coffee shop it was like sort of like this really old school vibe and I had an espresso on this little chocolate thing um and I walked around there for a while and then I rode to Duomo and I went back to the shop it's called Bershka um they don't have it in in Australia um it's sort of like a cotton on mixed with like cotton on prices but it's like urban outfit is sort of style clothes I, I look I don't know it was it's really good though and I bought the black pants that I had but I bought them in gray because they're so nice and I, I'd worn them so much during the week so I bought them in gray and then I also bought this red turtleneck which looks really good with it anyway I was very happy with myself and I also bought a scarf actually this like patchwork kind of multicolored scarf just to prepare myself because it's seriously so cold um and yeah Thursday was very chill like after I picked the boy up I just like chilled out with him and then I like the family we all had Japanese together um which was so good I had like this sort of beef vegetable number like we got it from like the shop the place like down the street it's so good and it was bucketing down with rain like so heavy and like the living room it's all glass so you you could look up and just see all the rain like coming on and the lightning and I just thought it was really cool I was really excited Friday um I actually went to the Prada Museum with Maddie I had been there before I went there with Ash in June I would have told you guys about like all the different levels and whatever they had a different exhibition so we went there and it was really good um it was yeah it was really fun like a lot of like the the rooms were kind of blocked off which was kind of annoying but we went to like this caving room which was a bit random and we went to like there was this thing about all about the brain and then we went up like the six levels and the mushroom room was always going to be the best and we hung out there it was it was no it was actually really cool and that was a really fun day and like the weather was really shit so it kind of worked out like they were walking around there and because we're both like we live like 20 minutes away in melbourne from each other so we like it was like just really good like chatting about all things Australia and she's on exchange until February so we're both here for a while um and yeah we walked around and then we got like a little like this pizza thing and coffee afterwards I had a soy cappuccino and yeah that was a really good like day kind of thing and then I went and I picked up this other boy this nine-year-old for tutoring and he wanted to go to McDonald's so we went there and he like was teaching me all these Rubik's cubes and he was able to do the Rubik's cubes in like 10 seconds and I'm like Jesus Christ like I never been able to do one I can't do them I don't get it I can maybe like say there's like how many like there's like nine little squares per side I can probably do like six look look I'm really not good at it um I don't I don't get it and he was trying to teach me but I was like nah but his English is really good it's more just like conversation style I had a coffee good energy whatever um took him back then I picked up the other boy like my my boy from school and I took him to a birthday party um which is like nearby and I'm telling you now the house was beautiful like there was like this like these guards out the front of like this apartment like it's near Duomo and then 
this guy like escorts you to the left and it takes you up to the apartment it's like a 360 like panorama of like the city right and there's like this magician and oh my god i was like jesus christ like my card literally declines on a mcflurry and like this was like insane oh crazy anyway so i dropped him off and then i picked him up at the other end and then friday night i went to maddie's house um she was making dinner so i bought a couple of bottles of red wine and rode my bike there um but getting there was such a bitch so like the weather the weather was not ideal it was a bit cold so i was wearing like my puffer jacket i was wearing this really cool red sort of cropped number i was wearing my new black pants and like these platform black sort of thong things like they're kind of like lizzie mcguire vibes whatever i bought them in berlin they're nice anyway riding my bike there and firstly getting the wine was difficult because the woman was like just anyway long story about that but that all worked out and then the maps took me through like this park right near the castle where i've been but there was like some like farmer's market going on right and it took me like the map took me through the farmer's market which like oh and there's like donkeys walking around and there's all these old people and i'm like jesus christ like let me just go through like i don't know what was happening but it was so random and the song like is like jamming on the speaker it's like all i need is your love tonight it's like banging on and like the donkeys and like the people it was just like a lot of stimuli so i finally get to her house um at like 8 30 ish which was fine but yeah no getting there was just like <laughs> a piss take uh there was just like so many obstacles anyway i get to her apartment it's really nice um she just moved in there and i met her housemates there was two other girls there and we had the red wine which was really good and the fried rice that she made was oh, top tier so good so we like hung out there for hours like yeah went through the two bottles of red it was just like really really fun she'd put like this wing winged eyeliner on me um she like low-key killed it it was really good and then we left the house at about 11 30 to walk to the club um that we were going to it was called the grace club and we we're meeting these two canadian girls and this english girl there um because one of the girls knew the promoter so it was like free entry and free drinks or not and we're like okay rude not to so we walked there it was like half an hour walk and easy and when we get there the line was chaotic like it was like it wasn't even a line at this point it was just like a huge like just group like this um i never know how to describe it like this big pack of people crazy like it was massive and i was like fuck this like i'm not waiting this long and it was cold and no it was so busy anyway then we meet the canadian girls and then the promoter lets us in straight away i'm like perfect and but inside the club like the music was lit but it was so packed like so, oh my god i can't even you couldn't even move and this promoter like we lost the canadian girls um and then Maddie and I were dancing and everything. And then we meet these Romanian girls. And then we got brought over to the promoter's, like, table. And he's just, like, pouring, like, vodka into everyone's mouth. And he's, like, giving us all these drinks. And we're just dancing all night. Like, it was so good. And we were dancing, blah, blah, blah. And then we left at probably about 2.33. Because um, we had to walk half an hour home, Maddie and I, to her house. And then I was going to ride half an hour back to my like a host family house so i we walked back and on the way of walking my bloody lizzie mcguire sandal like snapped and like i was like fuck like my shoes are always breaking and it broke and i was like perfect so then i had to like carry them home and we were just like pissing ourselves and we had like this huge like dean it was really good like dnm at like 3 30 in the morning and then i rode my bike i was gonna stay she suggested me staying at hers but i i've 
felt good like I hadn't drunk that much and I felt good and I was like it's just easier if I just go now so I rode my bike home and I got home at about four o'clock so yeah it was it was a really funny night and just like funny how the whole night went down um and the fact that we didn't have to pay a cent was great as well yeah so Friday was just like seriously just like a piss take and then Saturday morning yesterday morning I woke up I was like um and I hung out with the host family during the day we had lunch together all that kind of thing and then I met um Bella who's been on previous episodes and this American guy Thomas um we we went to go to like this Oktoberfest thing right and it, it was like about 30 minutes away from where I'm living so I rode my bike there and we were thinking like there's gonna be food trucks and music whatever we get there and it's literally like a funeral home I'm sorry it was so awkward like we were the only ones inside and it was dead and there was like nothing going on there and we're like jesus like nothing i thought it was going to be going off but it, it wasn't at all so we're like great so we decided to catch the train to like navili which is sort of like venice energy um and i had to like bloody haul my bike like to the train station then on the train and i'm like i was <laughs> it was like going everywhere and i dropped it on the anyway it was a shit show but anyway finally get the bike off and then we get to Navili and we've all decided next weekend because um Thomas the American lives in Florence at the moment he's studying there so next weekend with Joanne I think we're all going to go there and stay in his apartment for the weekend which is going to be lit um so I think next episode we're going to be like recapping the weekend and whatever I went to Florence um in 2015 so I'm excited to go back and all that anyway so that's going to be exciting. Um, so we get to Navili and it was about 5.30 at this point. So we decided to have like an aperitivo and we got this, went to this Mexican one, right? And it was 12 euro or 13 euro for a drink and like this bottomless, like, or like obviously bottomless buffet, right? So we're like sign us the fuck up. And the food was so good. There was like pizza, pasta, um, these arancini, olives, sun-dried tomatoes, the whole thing. And we hoofed into that. <laughs> that was like our dinner. And it was so, so, so good. And I had like this Aperol Sour, which I didn't know existed. But it didn't really taste that different to an Aperol Spritz. Sorry to disappoint you. But that was fine. And it was really busy. But like the, the weather was really good. It was like sunny and like good atmosphere. Whatever. We stayed there for a couple of hours and then we went to like one of these trucks and they had like $2.50 um sangrias takeaway so like perfect so we sat like by the water and had them and that was written no that was really good we had a really good time just like chatting and then this girl um this English girl joined us Maddie and we were just sitting there and just vibing at this point I was like pretty tired so I left at about 10 30 11 because I wanted to go clubbing and I just didn't have it in me so I rode my bike home and I was I was home by like 11 which was fine and I went to bed and now I'm feeling really fresh this morning I had breakfast with the host family I just been doing Lego with the boy and now I'm feeling really really good I just realized I've been talking really quickly so apologies but I didn't see Italian boy over the weekend because he was away in Veneto um with his family so yeah y'all all see him next week or something um but yeah, no, it's, it was a really good weekend, really good week in general, very social, um, but fun. And yeah, this this sort of cold that I've got is a pain in the ass, but we move. I do want to talk about um, my au pair experience so far, because as you guys know that I am I am an au pair um, and I've been one for, what's the date today? 2nd of October. So nearly, nearly four months, which is crazy. It's flown, but au pairing is such a good experience um and there are heaps of horror stories like you don't understand like the girls that I've met it's crazy like some of them like some of the stories that I've heard are just fucked um 
So it is very hit and miss, and a long t- a lot of the time it is miss, but there are really good families out there. Like, for instance, mine is, like, top tier. Like, I'm very, very, very lucky. So I was really inspired to go to Italy, like, when I was in year eight, like, to be an au pair there because my family friend, like, older family friend Georgia was an au pair for about 12 months in Milan. And I remember hearing all about that, and I was like, that's something I really want to do. And I've been babysitting since I was about 14. And my auntie, uncle, and cousin took me to Italy in that year um, for three weeks for a holiday. And I just, like, knew that I wanted to live here one day. And, like, with hearing about Georgia au-pairing, like, it all just sort of made sense to be an au-pair in Italy after I finished school. So I went on to aupairworld.com in 2019, lol, in year 12, and... I found like a really good host family in Turin, which is about an hour away on train from Milan. And they seemed really cool, like a boy and a girl. And I was really excited for that. So I was originally going to be starting in June 2020. Um, You had the family all sorted and I was going to do 12 months there. So I was obviously really excited about that. And I was going to be doing a Contiki tour. My flights were booked. Everything was organized. Uh, And then... I, what I was going to do was do my first semester of uni in 2020, just because I knew, I, I, like, I've been wanting to be a journalist since I was six. So I was like, I'll just start it because I know what I want to do. I'll just start my degree. So then, I, like, it motivates me to do it when I get back. Um, so I was like, I'll start my degree. I'll do the first semester. And then in June, I'll start my repairing in 2020. I'll do a Kentucky tour beforehand. I was with my a boyfriend at the time, and we we're going to do long distance. Like, it was completely different to, like, where I am now. Um but that was all looking good. And then obviously I'll make COVID fucked it up big time. Um, so in March it all got cancelled and I was really upset. Um, but I'd already started uni. So I was like, I'm just going to keep doing uni until I can go overseas. Like that, that was sort of what I was planning on doing. Uh, so yeah, it did get cancelled. And at the time I was really, really, really upset about it, um, obviously. But looking back, I kind of do think it is a little bit of a blessing. Um, not COVID obviously, but just I was eight, oh, 19 when I was going to go. And now I'm 21 like when I arrived and a lot has happened in those two years like I was sort of reflecting from 2020 like this time 2020 to uh, 2022 that we're in now and yeah heaps and heaps and heaps has changed and I feel like I was a lot more equipped now than when I went then and I wouldn't have known that at the time but uh, for instance uh, yeah so I've done like two years of uni I what else I got my license (laughs) Um, what else? I've like, I've met some really cool people. I was diagnosed with epilepsy last year. So I was having this sort of, this is kind of going down like a different path, but whatever, I'll get back to the pairing. But I was having like these little twitches for years, um, from like when I was tired, like these sort of little hip, like these little jerk kind of things. I just like, like, I don't even know what it was, but I my mum and I like we were trying I was trying to get tested for them and nothing was really coming up what they were and it was was really strange and it turns out I've got like mycotic juvenile epilepsy which means you get that later on in life um like it develops late or you've got it but then all it takes is for like one big seizure and you've got it right so last year in 2021 I my last memory was like I was in my apartment um that I was living in at the time and I was walking to the bathroom and that was my last memory. And the next thing I know, it's like two hours later and I'm lying in a pool of blood and I'd had a seizure and was like knocked unconscious. And I was actually going on a date. He was taking me to a winery and that's how I woke up because my phone was ringing. And the date was like, hey, I'm here. And I was like <laughs> so confused. I didn't know where I was. I'd worked like the day before for 
like 12 hours I had no memory of like it was fucked um and yeah I was in hospital for the day like my date had to take me it was probably like who's this burden anyway that was all a thing and then two weeks later I got diagnosed with epilepsy I lost my license for six months and now I'm on medication twice a day for like well I guess indefinitely so what I'm trying to say about that is that if I had a seizure like I wasn't diagnosed with epilepsy in 2020 so if I had a seizure over here like it would have just been a fucking shit show but now I'm like medicated and I haven't had any twitches since or a seizure and it was really shit because like yeah I lost my license and I can drive now but like the medication like it was a big change but um in hindsight that is a blessing in disguise that I was diagnosed like before I came here um another thing I won't go into it but my mum my mum got sick like August 2020 uh so that would have been really hard if I was over here and I wasn't going to be able to be there for it like now she's good like touch wood like she's in remission everything's okay but that was like another curveball um another thing like I in December 2020 I was feeling really restless because I was meant to be overseas and do this big like independent thing so I moved into an apartment with a girl that I worked with and we lived there for I lived there from December 2020 to April this year so that was really good experience of like independence and living out of home and yeah my main dish that I made was pasta but you know I was able to make some stir fry as well Uh, so that was a really good experience as well I also left the shitty job that I was working at this restaurant. I hated it. And I worked at a pub for about 14 months, 13 months. Um, And I also, like, practiced my journalism. Yeah, so, like, I, I feel like a lot has happened in those two years. Also, my friendships, like are amazing I'm very grateful I'm going to do an episode on friendships and like long distant friends and making friends overseas but I I just feel like I was more ready to go now and as shit as it was at the time it was a blessing because yeah as I said so much has changed and I've definitely grown as a person anyway I in like about July August last year things were kind of looking up that international travel would be around like uh, available this year uh and like with all the the vaccination and COVID, like there was just so much stuff that had to be done um, in terms of like 80% of the population had to get vaccinated in order for us to like leave the house and like, oh, just like thinking about COVID triggers me so much. But anyway, I knew that I wanted to to go overseas and I still wanted to do the au pair thing. And it, it sort of reinforced that this is something that I really wanted to do because like for two years I was still set on being an au pair in Italy. Um, so I didn't decide to go through au pair world because au pair world, it's purely just like a website. It's sort of like Tinder essentially. So you meet them on there and then you just chat on WhatsApp or whatever, um, which is, which is great. But with COVID and everything, I wanted to go through a company um, just with insurance and just because of COVID and, I just felt a lot more content with that. Uh, So I went through, I called in August, this company, Global Work and Travel, and they do lots of, this isn't uh, sponsored, (laughs) but they do lots of um, like trips, like different trips and au pair things and whatever. So I kind of got my journey started in August last year and I was really like, ahead they said like in terms of you don't need that much time but I was you know in lockdown so I had all the time in the world and I paid for the whole trip in in full um which which is when job was around so like that was a benefit so I paid for the whole trip got like the early bird fucking discount I don't even know and I had to fill out all this paperwork I had to get my visa I had to I didn't get the visa until like two weeks before I got here which I'll, I'll go into in a second um I had to like give them all these like yeah all these 
documents um explaining stuff about me uh, my experience I had to get like um, a police check done I had to get a full medical check I had to yeah all this all this stuff like it was quite a tedious thing and you had to like I had this girl that was like guiding me through all that and that was really good so I did say that I wanted to live in Italy and I did want to do Milan uh, but I was quite flexible with all that um what else happened there was a bit of a spanner in the works for me um because they found out like the agency found out that I have epilepsy and they said that like a lot of families won't want an epileptic person because blah 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 and like that was really disheartening because I hadn't had a seizure in over six months I was fully medicated and I was able to access medication over here because it is quite a common form of epilepsy so that kind of pissed me off and I got a letter I made sure I, like I kind of contested it because it wasn't like in February I was kind of told this that it is going to be really hard and you might not be able to get a family and it was quite like awkward um so I did get a letter from like my seizure specialist who's a really like high up one in Melbourne and pretty much just saying that I am capable of I don't know being an au pair and that you know they wouldn't feel comfortable sending me there if they didn't think that I was ready and I am and blah 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 so that was all okay and then I pretty much how it works is you have your application and it goes to the agent and then there's an agent in Italy so like the two of them work together to hook hook you up with a family and then I remember it was like two days after my birthday and I woke up to an email from the Italian agency saying that they found a family that was interested in me and I was like oh my god I was so excited and it was like pushing it because that's how they work like you only get your family a few months before you leave which makes me a bit anxious because I am a bit of a control freak uh so just sort of not knowing my family or anything for a while like did kind of make me unsettled but that was fine I yeah they, they seem really nice and it's the family that I'm with now so um we did a FaceTime call like that weekend um just with the parents and I got really good vibes from them like from the get-go and we made it really clear what we're both looking for and why we're doing it and blah 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 and then I had another FaceTime call with the boy and the parents and that was really nice and then we both yeah we all agreed to yes and then I had to sign a contract so that was all that and then yeah so we signed the contract and it was really good like it was everything that I was looking for it's everything they were looking for and then between then and June we were just like literally just sending each other updates and they showed me my room and my room's bloody amazing like it's a big room I've got an ensuite just so good like they have a bike for me it's amazing um and I knew that they had a couple of properties around so I was excited to check that them out and I, like the boys seemed really lovely the family just seemed really nice yeah just very very good um so then in those three months preparing I had to get a visa but the visa was a bit difficult because they couldn't book my flights without the visa so and because appointments there are really hard to get like with the Italian concierge like in St Kilda um so you have to book it like months in advance so I booked it for May (laughs) and I was leaving in June so it was pushing it and I was originally starting June 5th with my host family and I had my appointment like mid-May and then I had like so much documentation like I overdid it with the documentation I had like fucking my bank statements from 2015 like I just like had everything and then they said oh now we just need your insurance when I get to this appointment and I didn't have insurance well I didn't think I did but it turns out I bought it back in August with the agency but like and then they said you're gonna have to rebook your appointment when I didn't know about the insurance 
and I was like no because I'm leaving in two weeks like I need the visa anyway long story short I had the insurance it was fine and I got the visa nearly had a heart attack and then they booked my flights but the host family were going to be away up until like the 13th of June or the 12th of June so but I still wanted to leave on the 5th of June so I got my agency to book my flights to Budapest instead because I was like I may as well go to a different country for a week beforehand and just explore so I did Budapest for a week beforehand and then I ended up doing Vienna which was a spontaneous trip with Ash that weekend and then on the Monday I flew to Milan and I arrived on Monday night and that's when it's all started um so it was a very easy process um a little bit stressful at times like a couple of beeps in the radar in terms of like my epilepsy and stuff but it's not a problem I was able to bring like six months worth of meds and I am going to get some more um what else is there to say on this um yeah I highly recommend if you guys are interested in doing this um global work is a really good agency to do it through in that like you just it covers all your boxes like you know you you don't feel like especially after COVID like things are very confusing whereas you have someone that you can always talk to so that was very reassuring that I was able to like I kind of busted my person's balls a bit because I was like just always asking questions always because I wanted everything to be perfect um and they're really good like I can contact them at all times um going through au pair world is also really good but yeah you just don't get like that full like step-by-step kind of guide which I thought was important for me personally but obviously each, each to their own if anyone does have any questions about it please let me know but I, I highly recommend it because yeah I get every weekend off um the family's really cool um for me personally I have a lot of flexibility but obviously that does depend on the family because uh, some of them are a little bit difficult um some of the families I've heard about um I really love living in Milan it's really good um very business vibes but like very close to everything uh the people are really cool and like overall I just really love it I am going to be doing uni here next year not in Italy but in Australia but I'm going to be doing it online so I need to kind of get the ball rolling with that on Monday um and that's about it in terms of au pairing I'm just trying to think what else I need to cover yeah it it is it's really good like I don't feel weird like living with the family all the time because like they're very respectful of my privacy and everything I'm very respectful of theirs I'm very chill um I like to like contribute to the household I don't really know um the boy and I get along really well his English is really good and we all just have like genuinely like a good relationship and it's just all about communication but that applies to everything but you know just being transparent so like I'll say to them hey like I'll see you tomorrow morning like if I'm going out like I, I won't be home till later or you know if I'm going out even though I have weekends off like if I'm at, if everyone's in Milan I'll say to them hey guys are you cool with me leaving this afternoon or are you cool with me doing this just like make sure we're all on the same page and I'm not like um letting them fall short and vice versa so no it's really good and I absolutely love it here I couldn't recommend it more um I do want to do another au pair job after this like maybe the Netherlands or something I am kind of in the process of working all that out because now that Italian boy's on the scene I not need to consider him but like I just want to think about what I want to do exactly um I am actually wanting to go to Australia next year just for like a month over Christmas time maybe like that sort of I'm thinking about that because I do want to stay here longer but I wouldn't mind just going back home and seeing everyone and doing Christmas with them next year um what else is there about au pairing that I have to say you know it's it's really fun um yeah you you just have to be like yeah roll with the punches with au pairing and have like patience and just be like open to everything like I've really been open to everything that I've done and I've really absolutely loved it so much 
for me personally, I think au pairing is a really good way to really um, immerse yourself in a culture, you know, because you're living with a family and it also allows you to like see Europe quite easily when you've got weekends off or you get your holidays. Um, it's also really good to meet other people like that are au pairing. Um, obviously, like get to know the child or the children that you're with and it improves your like I guess your teaching levels and your and learning a new language um what else I'm trying to think like what else like yeah it's just a really good experience to like live overseas and because you do get lots of time off you can explore and it's just a lot of fun so I highly recommend au pairing um and it's also good if you can pick up like extra tutoring jobs and stuff um but yeah, I couldn't recommend it more. I, I, I love it and I do want to keep doing it because it's great. But I've also been really lucky with my family. So anyway, that's all from me, I think. I do want to thank everyone again for who listens in every week and like gives me feedback and um, enjoys the, the show. Um, I don't know whether I've told you, but we hit 30 countries of like listeners, which is super cool, super exciting. I Next week, I'll be in Florence when I'm recording with you guys and I'll be joined by some guests. So tune in for that. Um, lots of exciting stuff to come. Uh, yeah, so episode 18 is all done. Uh, thank you, yeah, everyone. I hope you all have a ripper week. And yeah, that's all for me. Tune in next week for another episode of Holidays. Okay, bye. Bye.